0: This episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. Has your usual audio engineering company got in trouble for storming the Capitol and is now on a no-fly list and can no longer message you on social media? Well, I've got good news for you. That won't be a problem with William Mitchell Audio. William Mitchell Audio is cleared to fly anywhere in the contiguous 48 states. Go to williammitchellaudio.com. My guest today is Lexi DeMarie, also known as the biracial millennial mother. She's a traveling female comedian, but is local in Arizona. Her comedic style is very versatile from clean, bright, bubbly, and motivational all the way to dark, borderline offensive, yet classy with psychotic undertones. She's performed all over Arizona State, where she resides, as well as traveling to various cities doing stand-up. She's received accolades at the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California, Does Skit Comedy, has featured in various private events, and also various local and out-of-state podcast shows. She'll soon be releasing her very own podcast called Laughing with Lexi which should be released by April 2021 on all streaming platforms as well as YouTube. What's up Lexi?
1: What's up?
0: Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I kind of I want to say one thing. I was just reading your bio and uh uh biracial millennial mother sounds like a casting call for Like every McDonald's commercial like I've ever seen.
1: They're like, we need a non-confrontational middle ground person. So we need a biracial person.
0: They're like, like, every McDonald's ad is like, they're like, we need to make this look like everybody eats this. So like, like, all right, this is what I need. I need a a biracial millennial mother eating french fries, (laughs) smiling and laughing. Get me that. Yes.
1: That sounds like a very good ad, like a very good sales pitch.
0: Have you ever thought about doing a McDonald's commercial? I mean, since <laughs> you, like you could just send no. your, like not even no. a resume. You could just send like I am biracial millennial mother and just
1: I should type them an email. I definitely should It'd be like, hey man, guys, gals, whoever it is. I was on a podcast, they got me thinking, I'm the woman for you. And your
0: ass. <laughs> All <I'm- laughs> right. Uh any McDonald's uh ad rep- representatives or whatever, whoever works in their marketing department, you heard it here first. Check out Lexi yeah. Marie; She's very funny. That's why she's here. And also, she will sell your fucking french fries. Yes. Uh,
1: I will. And your McFlurries. Yeah. As long as your machines aren't being cleaned.
0: You know, before I quit drinking coffee, I used to drink their, like, uh, uh, McCafes.
1: Yeah. They it's are basically good. just like
0: 90 teaspoons of sugar with some coffee in it. Yeah,
1: basically, just a splash of coffee.
0: You know, speaking of fast food ad campaigns, so uh, what do you think is the worst fast food ad campaign out there? There's a lot to pick from.
1: Mm, Yeah, there actually is a lot to pick from. Um, I would say probably. No, I would say probably Carl's Jr. I like Carl's Jr., so I feel bad saying it, but there isn't just not really anything special or catchy or memorable. With oh, they their... just like
0: they just like flop a burger down on a grill. <laughs> yeah, like, they
1: just like, like, like drop it in front of you.
0: I remember because like they used to have uh,
1: Paris Hilton. Really, like
0: I, like, I remember the ad campaign where Paris Hilton was like washing cars and like just like smearing hamburgers all over her face. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know but, why they stopped doing that that must have worked
1: <laughs> yeah they're like it only needs to be done for a few months we need to show it and then you know people get the point they remember
0: you know it caught people's attention uh out here it's called hardy's
1: i i like hardy's i lived in california for a bit and they they're called hardy's out there too
0: oh that's weird i, I don't know i guess what like because it's the same company i don't know why like why Nashville would be Hardee's. California would be Hardee's, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Or like here in Arizona, we have Fry's. That's our like favorite or like most shopped grocery store. And in California, it's Ralph's. Like, yeah. Don't don't you have like, you have have
0: Safeways too, right?
1: Yeah. We have Safeways. Albert's ends.
0: Actually, I had one last thing. One thing I wanted to say about the ad campaign stuff though, because I just wanted to see (laughs) if you would be in like, so I'm tempted to say that Chick-fil-A is the worst ad campaign with like the anthropomorphized cows, like mixed with like overt homophobia. That's uh, funny you know.
1: because I literally right before I said Carls Jr., that was my other that was my my runner up was uh yeah. Chick-fil-A for sure. The
0: cows being like, please don't eat us and also like, we're anti-gay. Like, it's just yeah. like...
1: How are and also, do please don't come to our <laughs> restaurant if you're gay.
0: <laughs> they're awful. But, I, however, I actually still have to say the worst one, in my opinion, is the Sonic commercials with the two dudes that sit in their car eating Sonic oh, and cracking yeah. jokes with each other. I hate them. I hate, I, like, I don't know what it is, but like, it's not just that they're not funny. It's like, it's almost like it hurts my brain how yeah. not funny they are.
1: They're like, it's like they're trying so hard to be funny that they're not funny. I was just uh, annoying. And their faces are annoying too.
0: And the reason I brought that up is actually something I just wanted to do. I was, was going to say that I, I bet that right now uh, you and I can outperform every Sonic commercial featuring those guys that they've ever made with zero yeah. preparation. Like you and I, we've, we've never even met.
1: We could do I'm it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we've yeah. emailed a few times. I'm saying right now I could give you a quick setup you say a point, like we'll just pretend we're in a car eating like garbage food at sonic all right let's see like i'll do one for you and then you do one for me let's see if we can beat uh beat the sonic guys
1: all right cool all right, let's uh, do it. <clears throat> you go first you said
0: yeah I'll, I'll go first and then and then uh and so
1: then i'll come up with something
0: yeah okay oh wow well, lexi i love dipping my tater tots in the ketchup here <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh do you what what do you like about it? Is it because the tomatoes taste different, or I don't know? It it, it no reminds me of
0: severed heads. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> severed heads. Hey man, that was that was on par with them. It wasn't maybe better. Here, here, yeah, here, you give We're, me one. You, like, all right,
1: so I'll give you one. You're eating. Man, I love this uh, this ice cold slushy right here with the nerds in it. I like feeling that popping in my teeth. It's so satisfying what do you think about your your slushy over there
0: i also enjoy my slushy but i'm actually here to stalk one of the employees oh i based that on one of their real commercials they really do they had one like a campaign where the dude was actually stalking one of the uh the employees yeah that was like
1: which one because i'm here to stalk them too so (laughs) i don't i don't want there to be a fight here (laughs) on camera while we're trying to promote sonic uh
0: maybe maybe we could share her (laughs)
1: yeah we can share her for sure
0: all right so we can bring her with
1: us to uh to chick-fil-a
0: check it out mcdonald's you heard that lexi is your demographic for people you like to put in your commercials and now you've heard that we are the greatest sit in the comment the sonic car eating people of all time
1: (laughs) (laughs) you definitely want to bring us on if there's any of you guys listening
0: i want to do i want to do one more i want to do one more let's 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 Because all I I think all of all of the ones they they have like a pun, they like
1: like a funny. They rely on
0: puns a lot. Okay. Uh, So this
1: six foot long uh, coney I got here, I mean foot long, six foot long. Not be sorry, I fucked up. So scratch that. This foot long chili cheese coney is delicious. Do you like their wieners?
0: Yeah, they were. They were. Ah, goddamn it. I knew it was a dick joke but i was like where am i going with this dick joke
1: (laughs) do you like your wieners with chili or without chili
0: um i'm definitely a a no chili wiener guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) you just like it dry
0: yeah dry no lube nothing just straight dry
1: straight dog and bun
0: that's what i say when i go to sonic i'm just like yo let me get one of them dry wieners (laughs)
1: you <laughs> know, let me get one of those dry wieners, like Yo, the driest yeah. one you got back extra there. Extra
0: napkins, just wipe, wipe it down, and give me extra
1: napkins <laughs> Extra napkins, napkins and uh, a diet coke. because
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm trying to watch my weight. That's why I'm eating it. I <laughs> watch my
1: weight.
0: You know, it's a uh, funny man. My my buddy Nate was on here, and he's like, he's an athlete, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in the, in multiple sports. But he's also like, he's a professional cyclist, and he's mm-hmm. actually sponsored by Sonic. You know, like no. they, they pay him like he he wears a, you know, a I'm spandex sorry. outfit with Sonic all over it. But the funny thing is, I was like, I was like, oh, dude, you're sponsored by Sonic. Like, what you, what's your favorite thing to get from there? And he's like, first of all, he's a vegan and he's uh, a health nut, you know, on top of being a vegan. Um, so not, like he would even just eat shit. So he's like, uh usually before the race, like they take, you know, they take us there and they say like, you know, have whatever you want. It's all free. And he's like, I'll get like a small tater tots. <laughs>
1: But, but that's still, like, really salty and greasy.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it's just, like, what a waste of, like, free food. It's, like, a bummer that he's yeah. not sponsored by, like, Whole Foods or something he would actually fuck with.
1: But they sponsor him, so he just wants their money, yeah. obviously. Yeah. He, he doesn't care about the snacks.
0: <laughs> I mean, shit. Honestly, if, like, if I was a professional cyclist, I would even wear some of that, like, Chick-fil-A shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Me
0: too. <laughs> I'll be like, man, I hate this company, but I love this money. That's I love my, this my money.
1: <laughs> like we love Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. This
1: is for Jesus. Jesus for the win.
0: All right. You know what? We're gonna come back, uh, circle back to shitting on Chick Fil A again in a little bit, <laughs> but I do right. uh, talk a little bit about you and say that. Uh, so you live in Arizona, right? Like that's where you're. Yeah.
1: That's
0: where you're from, or do you just live there now.
1: No, I'm actually. I was born in North Carolina, Cherry Point, North Carolina. I was the... in North,
0: North Carolina uh, last week.
1: Oh, really? Where?
0: Uh, just outside in the Blue Ridge Mountains, outside of Asheville. I went there. Oh. Uh, just kind of like up for like New Year's and just kind of kicked it in the mountains. Like, kind of yeah. got a, like like a safe place to do New Year's where I wasn't gonna get the plague.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the best place to go. Place to go is the Carolinas. Everyone's so sweet. Nobody's gonna kill you out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But wait, what, deal, uh, what, what, what,
1: was it snowing out there
0: no it was just really cool because it was like so i was i was a little bit like it was kind of the thing where like you go through the cloud and mm-hmm. then you're above the clouds so basically it was just kind of like I, I we had rented a cabin and i was just sitting up uh in this cabin with this really cool deck just looking <laughs> down on a cloud
1: oh yeah kind of like the grinch
0: yeah just like the, grinch. On the mountain yeah i was just pissed all the, i was like all oh, those who's who's down in <laughs> yeah. whoville eating their
1: chick-fil-a and <laughs> down there being a bunch of assholes <laughs>
0: closing
1: uh, down on sundays whenever when they know damn well everybody wants their chicken sandwich on Sundays. selfish
0: you know, speaking of originally being from somewhere i'm originally from tucson
1: oh cool
0: uh, i was born there you and like I, there? I would go there so like my uh my dad lived there. So like in the summers, like, so I did the school year here in Nashville and in the summer I'd go stay with my dad in, uh, Tucson. So like, if you add it all together, I basically lived in Tucson for lots of years.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Add it all up.
0: But I also wanted to tie this in because it it ties in to not just Arizona, but, uh, to fast food a little bit. It's like a, it's like a little cool success story and I want to just tell it really quick. uh, Success
1: story and, uh, fast food in one sentence that oh, sounds yeah. like an oxymoron and
0: oh and it's a true story so it's like it's all kinds of good that's cool
1: <laughs> miracles uh, do happen
0: you so, can be
1: uh, happy and eat what you want at the same time hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah all
0: right uh oh yeah where was i at oh my uh my neighbor uh when i was a kid uh used to sell tons of weed and eventually oh. he was selling so much weed that he had to open a little taco shack uh, because he just had so much money, he needed to like for his tax purposes.
1: Yeah, he needed was, to like, clean that he like, shit. All right, shit he i got to just, launder it.
0: He's, yeah, he's like, I got to pretend like I'm selling tacos because I'm selling bricks. And <laughs> the thing was, he, like his. So we, he opened the taco place just to like, yeah, to launder his brick money. And like, yeah. he was like, whatever, and I'll sell some tacos to my friends.
1: Have some tacos, some. But I guess like he just had
0: like that magic recipes. His tacos were so. They, they really are some of the best tacos I've ever had in my oh. life. And they're so, they were they were so good. That place was just like swamp. It was just like, it blew up. Like the business was so successful. Uh-huh. He had to like quit selling weed. He's like, I'm making yeah, I was thinking, money that. I was tacos.
1: like, he had to give up, <laughs> he had to give up, give up the dream because he was too busy making tacos. He didn't have si- time to sell yeah. drugs. And
0: then I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dox him or call him out <laughs> and say which taco place that is, but they're still out there just making a killing even the, to this day. It's, you know, so. Uh,
1: well, that, that right there was God.
0: And that's why I say Arizona is a land of opportunity. Yeah. And my
1: Especially is, if your dream is a taco truck, because they're all <laughs> successful. <laughs> Everybody, it doesn't matter where you see the taco truck. Whenever somebody here in Arizona sees a taco truck, they're like, I want that.
0: I wonder if there's any place where a taco truck is not a good business plan.
1: I don't know. I th- I think that really taco trucks are only like, Arizona, Texas, California. Like I have family in Florida. They don't have really any good Mexican restaurants out there, let alone a taco truck.
0: So every time they come down here,
1: they're so excited.
0: We've got baller uh, taco trucks in Nashville. Like there's like two within walking distance of my house that are good. Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: probably like six or seven around me. I live in, uh, tempe arizona so it's right by asu and the lake so it's like college town bars everywhere and taco trucks everywhere
0: i've never been to tempe as many mi- I, I as many th- you know, also i've never been to the grand canyon which is bizarre
1: wow Some
0: of the, yeah for someone from arizona
1: you done goofed man uh you know what
0: i got a lot of life left to live and i'm gonna go back to arizona you know i'll just go there someday
1: do it, eva knievel style on your 60th birthday
0: I was thinking about asking you a question about evil K- Knievel and the, and uh, the, <laughs> the grand Canyon. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but the question I was going to ask you is uh, like, aside from taco trucks, uh, what's your favorite thing about Arizona? Cause I mean, there is, there is so much nice shit about that state.
1: Yeah, there is. I really like it out here. I would say mostly um, I like all the different roads that go through like the mountain areas and the desert areas. Um, just, it's a really nice scenic place to drive through. Um, and I would probably say the other thing I really like, there's a lot of good restaurants here. Oh, hell yeah. All over the place. And there's, there's, um, one, I don't know if you've ever been to Chino Banditos. Have you ever been there?
0: It's possible, but I I don't remember it. Where is is that in Sempe?
1: Uh, no, it's actually in West Phoenix or North Phoenix up by like Deer Valley. Greenway High School, like around that
0: area. You know, I don't. I always like fly into Phoenix, but I don't mm-hmm. spend much time there. Like, I went to a, a warped tour there there once. Oh, almost, almost died! Oh, yeah! It was awful because it was like it was in a a parking lot, like outside of a stadium. Oh, wow. And you know, in Phoenix, it's like 110 degrees, and we're on asphalt. And so, Jeez, like,
1: I bet you like, that was like, was it West Phoenix?
0: Oh, that, I have no idea. That was. I've, was either
1: Ak-Chin, I bet or the cricket pavilion because those are the only two I can think of that are like giant parking lot I remember places. I
0: remember uh some forty one played <laughs> and I remember uh that's about all I remember except for the fact that I was like buying those like super overpriced like jumbo beers and like yeah. had, you know and not even thinking about the fact that it was like one hundred ten degrees and it was also baking me from the bottom and all of a sudden yeah. like, and I'd been in like ten asphalt. mosh pits, and all of a sudden I was just like Oh no. <laughs> i just like collapse oh, in the uh shade.
1: That would piss me off having a mosh pit in Arizona summertime cuz I hate I get irritated when I get hot but like when other sweaty people start touching you too and you're Andre you're on asphalt I'd be like get the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> Push people by their face.
0: <laughs> Do you know who uh who Andrew WK is? Mhm. Uh, he's kind of been forgotten, but at the, at this, at this warped tour, this, he's a dude, his, all of his songs are called party and all of his lyrics are the word party. And That's, he's just a dude with like long hair and he headbangs, and he screams party. And he's a very fratty rock band. Uh, and that was like, that was the thing that I, I couldn't, like, that was actually when I was starting to realize like the heat was getting to me and I was, I was like, <laughs> Oh, let's go check this out. And it was like, I don't know, maybe like 600 kids in a mosh pit is almost entirely 600 people in one giant mosh pit.
2: Yeah.
0: 110 degree heat on asphalt and people like falling and (laughs) hitting the asphalt and like getting (laughs) like
1: passing out, (laughs) getting concussions and shit. That's funny.
0: Hold up. It's time for an ad from another one of our sponsors. Today's episode was also sponsored by, uh Oh, (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Well, You're probably not going to want to hear what I have to say about Chick-fil-A after some of the statements I made in this podcast episode. So, I'm going to hand it over to Chick-fil-A spokesman, Mr. Cow. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Mr. Cow. Are you tired of hamburger restaurants forcing their liberal agenda down your throat? Don't you wish there was a heteronormative safe space for you to eat chicken nuggets? We need to put a stop to all these hamburgers and same-sex marriages because that's a slippery slope and it's only a matter of time before somebody tries to marry Mr. Cow. Use promo code MikePens to get 15% off your next pail of chicken nuggets. Thanks, Mr. Cow. That sounds like a great deal. <clears throat> and now back to the interview. Uh, going back to when you were talking about like uh, like driving through the mountains and like that being one of the more like pretty things in Arizona. Have you ever been to uh, Mount Lemon? It's, no. Just outside. I, I, it might be. It might be in Pima County, where mm. Tucson is. It's the first place I ever saw a bear, like in the wild, like up <laughs> close. <laughs>
1: in the wild, where else do you see them? At the zoo. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Wait, uh, that's actually funny because I had a Zoom call with a bunch of my. Uh, Arizona family around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And people were just talking about all the like tarantulas and awful fucked up animals that are yeah, out there. Like Kila
1: monsters. Yeah.
0: Do you got? do you have any Great. like, uh, animal encounters? Any stories about that?
1: Oh, I have a ton. Actually. I lived in this house, um, in Peoria, and it was kind of by like the mountains. So we would, I would find weird. I did find a Gila monster one time in my backyard and I fucking freaked out because they're so po- poisonous. And I never actually saw one in real life until, <laughs> until I, um, you know, went in my backyard one day. And I was, I was like doing yard work um, around like this little like mini waterfall we had, like rock waterfall. And it freaking ran out but it was like running in slow motion. Like they're actually pretty slow. It was really weird. I was like, Oh my God.
2: They're, another,
0: they're pretty big, right? They're like, yeah. Like big ass lizards. It's
1: like, uh, well, like the bigger. one I saw was kind of smaller. Like, like, this. It, like an iguana. Yeah. Kind of, but they look crazy. Like the bumps on them in real life. And then, uh, that same house, because it was by the mountains and I would find weird stuff. I was outside. Um, and I had all the lights off. It was at night and I was smoking in my backyard and, um, I saw something like moving like up in the corner. And I thought it was just cause I was really high and imagining things. And then I'm like, no, there's definitely something up there. So I go, I flip the switch on. And this freaking, there's this giant, gigantic spider, like hugest spider I've ever seen in my life. And <laughs> I was like so scared. So I went and I got my roommate, Jose. I'm like, Jose, you need to get the fuck out here and kill this thing inside. He he's like all afraid. So he got up on a chair and used one of those big like um, brooms that you use to like clean a gymnasium. I don't even know why he had that. But like, you know, the big yeah, retin- like, a, like a push broom. Yeah, the push room. So he gets one of those like in a panic doesn't think to grab the regular one and he goes to like hit it and and it basically right when he went to go hit it, it jumped at him. Holy and he shit. fell off the chair and ran and I was just like watching the whole time like fucking oh, frozen. Oh dude, was you
0: know, it like hairy? Was it was it a tarantula maybe? It was
1: a big hairy black spider.
0: Oh my god. It was scary. Man, like It
1: was probably like the size of like um like a like a melon or like a honeydew oh my god that's like, so, so just crazy. like the width around it
0: i mean i hate crazy. to admit this about myself like that there's certain things that like you know that like i have a uh irrational fear of but like i i, like, I don't i don't like spiders that are like even just like the size of a quarter and like yeah. you know, I've been bit by like like here in Nashville we got like black, brown recluses and things that like
1: yeah I got bit you. by one when I was a baby a brown recluse
0: yeah they, they don't kill you but they'll like it messes you up it's like necrotic yeah. rots your flesh it's really bad to get you know
1: yeah.
0: but like I don't know like it's just a spider that's like bigger than my hand yeah it's just something that I, especially if it can jump at me is something I never want to encounter
1: <laughs> yeah I it was scary like I didn't even. It took me like 15 minutes to build up the courage to run past the spider because I had to pass by the spider to get through the door to go get my roommate. And I was sitting there, so scared, like, all right, like trying to build myself up. All right, let me load another bowl really quick. (laughs) You know,
2: think about this,
1: relax, (laughs) stop this panic attack that I'm having right now.
0: (laughs) That was like a thing, like when I was a kid, and like, you know, there's always those. Kids that have like a pet tarantula, yeah. And those, like those are the kids. Like I didn't want to go to their house. I'm like, you yeah, don't, I don't sure. want to be at your house, man. That thing might get out.
1: Hell no. My little brother had a, a baby ball python um, when when he was when we were like teenagers, and even asked my mom, like, well, he did, and she said no, but then he was babysitting and came home with it anyways. Um, <laughs> so so I guess we're like, this is happening, I guess, and to be an asshole. He would like put it in my bed sometimes. Oh my God. So yeah. And that was scary. He did it like three times before I put a deadbolt on my door. I'm like, fuck this.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say, he did it three times before you put a deadbolt in that snake. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Deadbolt. Put the, put a deadbolt on the snake. Yeah. And then my, it actually ended up dying um, because my mom bought it mice that were too big and then my brother got pissed because he was like, "You did this on purpose. You never wanted it anyway."
0: Man, that's, that's why. You, that's why you get a puppy. You know? Yeah. It's like everybody likes a puppy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes snakes. We were all happy when it died, except my brother.
0: Actually, I guess not everyone likes a puppy because the my last guest on the show was just talking about how much he hates dogs.
1: Ah. <laughs> I like puppies. The only thing that irritates me with puppies are like the puppies that. Um, well, you probably don't have to experience this, but women do a lot where puppies will just like eat out the crotch of your underwear. I had a puppy <laughs> like that and I was pissed cause I had to buy new underwear so many times. I'm just like, I don't know what your obsession is with vagina, but it's disgusting. And I don't know why all puppies are into that, but they chew out the crotches. Of your-
0: all right. Well, any puppies listening, man, you need to quit it,
1: <laughs> quit it, knock it off. Lock like,
0: it up. Yo, know, I know you tour a lot. I know you travel and stuff. Uh, have you ever done a stand-up show in Nashville?
1: No, I have not. But I've always wanted to.
0: Well, whenever the pandemic's over, like, let me know if you're gonna do a show here and I'll just, like, I'll bring out, like, the squad. We'll just get, like, Hell we'll just yeah. pack the place with, like, like the most, uh, like... A like, allied audience you'll ever have of people that are just gonna scream for you. So
1: yeah, should we start a riot after the show?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that's white people doing riots right now is like fucking awful. It's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> riots are like the new hot thing. Yeah, you know? dude.
0: There's people getting <laughs> tagged in the FBI all all over the place going like, oh I didn't I didn't know I wasn't allowed to break into the fucking Capitol. <laughs>
1: I didn't know we can't do this. It's not allowed. I thought you invited us here.
0: Do that one uh asshole with the uh the zip ties. Of course. Oh. He's from here <laughs> and he works at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk
1: of oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to bar I used to have to work at you know I work downtown Nashville like it was like it's just tourist bars everywhere. And it's like I was in, in no way surprised that there was a bartender from Some shitty bar on Broadway here that is also a domestic terrorist out. Oh wow! Bringing zip ties.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bringing zip ties—that's scary.
0: Well, we also—I mean, we—I don't know if you heard, but we just had a suicide bomber blow up AT and T. Wow. Day here. I mean, I actually
1: did hear that. That is scary. We've had a few shifty characters here in Arizona too. Were you here when there was like the I ten shooter? No. And it was just like some random dude, just, you know, regular Joe, who woke up one morning and decided to hide somewhere like off of the freeway, like over like pa- overpasses and stuff. And it was sniping people in their story cars. Story. You remember that?
0: I, yeah, I do.
1: Yeah. And he's like sniping people in their cars. It was scary. I got yeah, scared yeah. every time I got in the car. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going on the I-10. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, holy shit!
1: (laughs) You never know. I could, you never know. Somebody's gonna die, and I hope it's not me. So that's why.
0: I mean, obviously they caught that dude, right? I mean,
1: yeah, they ended up catching him.
0: like, I mean, you'd think they could just like fly a drone over and be like, "Do you see anybody like with a sniper rifle?"
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, but it took them like months to find him. Like, he killed so many people before they actually found, like, got him.
0: That is that's, fucked like, up.
1: Crazy, Fuck that guy. Man. He was probably like some spe- like ex like special ops marine yeah. or something that like got screwed over by the freaking uh whatever it's. Yeah, it was dude.
0: You know, he's like he's like starting his own imaginary war. He's like, this
1: freeway yeah, this freeway, is, yeah! This freeway kind of like, is my freedom. This is my freedom. If I can't have freedom, then none of these people are gonna have freedom.
0: Hey man, speaking of fucking weirdos, and also uh, you traveling and doing comedy, uh, and this might be a question you don't want to answer because you might not want to say something negative about any place you've ever performed. But I do want to ask: like, what's the weirdest place you've ever done a stand-up show? Have you are like you've just been in some like showed up to a set and been like, what? Like, because like, as, like, as a musician myself, like I've showed up to like shows and been like, this is where we're playing a show. Like, I don't know yeah. if that's happened to you in comedy.
1: Um, not really. I mean, I can't really pinpoint uh, any weird places, per se. I've had quite a few weird crowds that I've performed in front of, where it's just like, what the fuck is you guys doing?
0: Can you share a weird crowd (laughs) story? (laughs)
1: Um, well, they're like, uh, I guess it was misjudgment on my part, but, um... (laughs) So I was in front of like an all white crowd and that doesn't really happen too much, but it was like all white crowd. They're all like kind of like richer, you know, more sophisticated people. But I decide to be the rebel that I am. And I start telling all these Trump jokes and I start and then I start, um, talking about like parenting and how i uh get my daughter i told my bo- my daughter about skanks but i don't call them skanks um i have her call them stanks instead Aww, that's cute um, but i explained to her like any girl has like their their chest or butt hanging out there those are stanks so anytime she sees a girl like that she like she's a stank mommy or like if we like <laughs> go shopping together I'll be like you know what do you think about this outfit she'll be like you need to cover up your boobs mommy because I don't want people to think you're a stank and then they were just like all like (laughs) looking at me like judging me because it was like first the Trump jokes and then those and then um and then I started talking about like racism and like black jokes and like how I don't fit in anywhere I go because all the white people like you're not white and all the black people like you ain't black You know, but before that joke, like my setup is, I always ask the crowd um, if they if they want to guess what I am because a lot of times people can't. um, But everybody just stared at me; nobody was comfortable to guess. Obviously, Uh, I I say I've
0: I've never heard speech like this before. She asked me to guess her ethnicity.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so I just got weird reactions, like my whole set, and that's like one of the only. I mean, handful of times. Cause I, I'm always really good with, with my crowd work, but that was one of the weirdest sets that I did. But again, I mean, I guess that was my fault. I misjudged the crowd. Yeah. I should have known <laughs> that that wasn't going to go well, but yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm coming up here. I'm going to joke about the jokes I want to joke about. So I don't care.
0: Yeah. You know, it just makes you stronger <laughs> too. Like sometimes you got to have those, those like, tough audiences where everyone is just a like a rock and just be like all right well you know this is for me this is for me then it's not for you it's for me
1: yeah i got a few (laughs) i got a few laughs you know throughout it wasn't like completely dead but there is a lot more silence than i was used to but also too there was uh it's a pandemic so the shows are a lot smaller the crowds because people are more afraid to go out and i don't know it's just a weird weird show for me and probably one of the weirdest shows I've done <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you for sharing <laughs> I, I've right. had some I've had some stage experiences there's uh one in particular where we, I, it was a, a show it was like a, we were playing a festival mm-hmm. and the people that had booked us told us we were playing like like 8 p.m which would have been like it was summer so that would have been around sunset and I was like mm-hmm. hell yeah and we all went out there and we had brought like a bunch of jameson and we were just having drinks yeah it's getting loose we weren't like we weren't trying to get and then but like a lot of the other bands had traveled much further than we had and they kept and a lot of people like wanted to like after their set they wanted to be able to like get back on their tour like in their tour vans and leave and we were from like so to be cool we kept being like yeah fine like you can keep changing the 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 sets and Mm -hmm. what finally happened was we got pushed back like Hour, like Hours and hours and hours and hours. And it was like we went on stage at like two in the morning and we had just been drinking the whole time. So by the so time I went on stage,
1: performance
0: all these never before things happened. Like, first of all, I had the microphone. <laughs> I forgot all my lyrics. I forgot oh, lyrics wow. to all the songs. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to bring energy. And so I just yeah. like, started jumping on and down.
3: noise.
0: And the, and the stage wasn't super well constructed. And I jumped and I bashed a hole like right through the stage. And I fell through the stage into, into it, like underneath it. Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> and I was like halfway out. Like my torso was still out of the, like holding to the to the uh, stage. But like my legs were like dangling underneath. Oh, and I geez. was like, holy shit. And I crawled out and I've, I've never done this before and I've never done it since. But I got up. And I looked around at my, you know, my bandmates and I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm fucking out of here. And I just like walked off stage (laughs) and it was a big hippie festival. And I just found a, a, you know, a welcoming looking teepee. And I just walked in the teepee and started hanging out with those hippies. I was like, (laughs)
1: like, what's going on in here, guys? Uh, My name's Jeff. I'm here to party. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: they
1: <laughs> 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 are like all right <laughs> party in the tp
0: again every everyone of that thing was there to party or i don't know or be yeah. like a charles manson family it was a weird festival that's funny uh
1: that's cool that you could just walk into people's uh people's little tents and stuff and just you know well,
0: it, it was kind of like a. so this place is like a a permanent kind of compound that, that does like i think um, so you know what bonnaroo is
1: yeah. So they do festivals year round kind of thing. So this thing.
0: is a after roo. So after after Bonnaroo, everyone that's not done having their Bonnaroo experience can come to this place and do an after roo and it's like lesser bands, you know, but like yeah, you can still keep tripping and doing whatever you want to do and be crazy. Yeah. But it's a but people live there. So like the teepee's are not just uh-huh. they're not decorative, like
1: oh they're people's houses.
0: Yeah, there are people actually uh, the teepee that I went into was a two-story teepee. So like
1: whoa a, I didn't know they had two story teepee's. How was, huge what was it, it was like huge.
0: A, uh, well, uh, so like by two stories I mean like it had like a loft. So oh, okay. there was there wasn't like a ceiling and then an additional floor, okay. but like throughout the like like the sleeping area of that teepee and it had a bar in it. So you walked in wow. there was a bar and a set that's, of stairs and then a loft and that's where like the bedroom was.
1: Wow. So, Sounds like a pretty serious teepee. I'm thinking of like a cat like a princess castle but like made out of teepees like there's like one here one here like a giant one in the middle you know yeah. <laughs> it's, like- <laughs> so it's like a little three tier with the with the second level
0: i was just like i think it was just like a really wealthy dude that like the the you know like there's one guy who's kind of like the the elder King of the place. And,
1: uh, I think castle. he just like,
0: he, he had a really great time in the sixties. He's like, I don't want this to ever end. So we just bought I all this land and it's a good, you know, it's a big destination spot for like runaways and,
1: yeah. you know, just, he's a permanent runaway.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, had, I had a good time. I, I was, I was happy to leave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I would be too. I, I don't really like festivals. I hate porta potties and I don't like peeing outside.
0: So <laughs> especially yeah. not in Arizona because the tarantulas will yeah. just jump right up on yeah. you while you're talking Or the fish. Gila
1: monsters will run up really <laughs> slow and
0: uh, scary like. <laughs> I have another question. Uh this is like comedy related. Um mm-hmm. and it, I'm just I'm just thinking about because I was asking if you had ever done a show in National and I was thinking about like uh, like also Chattanooga is another like big like destination for stand-up comedians in uh, Tennessee. Okay. And like I went and oh. saw David Blaine there. It was it was actually really cool. Uh, but I was gonna uh, ask you like, do you think it's cool for magicians to do stand up comedy routines in their shows, or should they just like stand there in their lane?
1: <laughs> magicians. it's funny that you say that. I I think if you can mix it in the right way, then do it because that shit would be badass. If you just had like a really funny joke and then was just like, bam, did like a magic trick. That would make it even funnier, I think. Um, but one of my favorite comedians, actually, um, Nate Bargazzi, and he's actually one of my friends, too. He came here to perform and uh, we became friends and we talk every so often. But he he is from down there, actually. And his dad is a magician. And it was funny because he tried to get him, he does a lot of jokes where he talks about like how his dad tried to get him to be a magician instead of a comedian. And it's really funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love magic. You know, I wanted to be a magician really bad myself. I I know some magic. It's not like I'm completely, like completely inept at doing any yeah. magic tricks. I got, I got like maybe 10 or 12 magic tricks I can do, but that's
1: cool. I, I, mean, I suck at that stuff.
0: It's all, It's all. I, I can only do like sleight of hand. I can't do anything like real cool. Um, I can do like shit where I make you think something yeah. disappeared or whatever.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> like, oh, first it was there. Now it's not. Yeah,
0: exactly. What you <laughs> just did with your hands, that's like ex- how all my tricks go. I go like this, No, has gone. Now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> gone. Hold up. It's time for a very special announcement. Coming soon my views are my own bonus episodes, my news are my own. Providing expert analysis of multinational news stories from around the flat earth and across the globe. With me, your host, Doug McDonald, and world-class correspondents, it's not the news you need, it's the news you deserve. So don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out. And now back to the interview. Well, Lexi, I have to say this. There's a section of, this epi- or of every episode. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've listened to this show before, but it's I called have. the lightning round. And yeah. when we get to the lightning round,
1: ask. this a is where more. I
0: ask you questions like, at a rapid fire pace. And right. You can't think. If you think about the answer, okay. then, it's like, then it's not going to work. It has to be all instinct and all okay. gut reactions. So all right. are you ready for the lightning round?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: All right. Uh, we already know McDonald's wants to hire you. But if you could be the comedian spokesperson for any restaurant chain in America, which restaurant chain would you pick?
1: I would pick Carrabba's. You know, I've never been to Carrabba's. I love Carrabba's or actually, no, I take that back. Oreganos. I never I even heard it. of
0: that. Is that just like another type of Carrabba's? It's like, a, like, uh, it's,
1: it's like um, it's, uh, like a Chicago Italian style food like that sounds
0: old. awesome is that just like I, maybe that's only on the western in the western states
1: they're they're actually i i'm pretty sure they're only here in arizona but they're all over arizona they're amazing
0: uh okay well here's a a follow-up question to that okay. uh so so you are their like comedian spokesperson so you're kind of like expected to like you know it's kind of like you're a verizon wireless person you know like where you're like buy this shit <laughs> so uh and I know this is tough to do on the spot, but okay. what would be your slogan for that restaurant?
1: My slogan for that restaurant would be, uh, "Come down here and grab a, a Bellini, a Gambellini Bellini, and two huge meatballs."
0: Oh hell yeah, I love hell it! Hell yeah, I, I like the like that it rhymes a little bit too. I would like yeah. it if it rhymed more.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I had more time, I probably could make it rhyme more, but that was just a, off the top get of Get a head.
0: Gambolini, blini come on down and get a teeny weeny meatball. I don't know. With
1: two huge meatballs <laughs> and your guacatoni dip.
0: I'd be like, did you know there's more antioxidants in a spoonful of oregano than there is in an entire apple? Stupid. You should come <laughs> on down to oregano.
1: <laughs> that was <one's> good. <laughs> that was good. I feel like yours was almost better than mine.
0: Well, I've never even been to Oregano, so honestly, that's that's can't be true. I don't even know what the things you, were. were, were used. Were those, are those menu items you were saying?
1: Yeah, they actually were. If you go go there and you read their menu, you'll see it. You'll see the things I said on there. And any pasta dish they have, they always ask if you want to add two huge meatballs, that's not regular like they're like gigantic. <laughs>
0: like this is this kind of like uh, like Hooters, but like with balls.
1: <laughs> they have a lot of weird like terminology they use to describe their uh food but it is a really cool place and like all the workers shirts on the back say legalized uh marinara
0: oh i love it yeah i love it oh man i'm in arizona to i'm gonna hit that place though. up i'm like yeah uh,
1: it's good
0: what did you say a gambolini bellini i never even heard yes, of it yes
1: it's what? amazing is it's like just like this- <laughs> no, it's a drink, actually, and it's oh, a high-octane drink. All their drinks are high-octane, which means you can only order two because they get you real fucked up, and if you chug the two, you'll be really drunk.
0: Oh, man, but I'm not the, sure if I would like a place that has, a, like, a limit to how many drinks I'm allowed to have.
1: <laughs> but if you get a cool a cool bartender, they'll still let you. They'll, they'll give you a few more.
0: Just sit there. Just drinking Gambolini Bellinis all night. Yeah, <laughs> go to
1: the one in Mesa behind right. the Circle K. The I
0: bartender
1: say, there.
0: I will keep saying, serving you. <laughs> one thing that I that I uh, I've had a lot of fun doing, but it is kind of a weird, depressing thing to do, which is like instead of going to a real bar, going to a place like a chain family restaurant. Yeah, like getting crunk at their bar. bar. It's it's so. I remember when I was when I was 21. I used to, at least the in uh, Washington D.C. Uh huh and uh i just like it was i was new to the like i hadn't lived there very long and like i wanted to go out and get some drinks and like the bar i wanted to go to was closed and uh-huh. i was with my buddy and i was like well i still want to get some fucking drinks and there was like an applebee's on the corner and i was like applebee's has a bar let's just go yeah. there and we we're like
1: we're a shitty drunk we
0: yeah we were getting like tanked at <laughs> applebee's and there's like all these families in there like just ordering dinner like people like we were the only people at the bar it's not a real That's bar funny. and i was just I like
1: used to, have you ever been to makayo's out here no heard of it. It's a really good Mexican food restaurant here uh, that they have all over. But I used to be a bartender uh, there like way back in the day. And we would have regulars there at the bar. And it's like a family restaurant too. But there is like a few um, like regulars that would come like Mondays, Tuesday, any night of, of the week, like early, you know, and start drinking and they'd get like belligerent drunk, like sometimes to the point that we would have to kick them out and have them escorted out It's like why are you doing this in a family restaurant like this is embarrassing you need to reevaluate your life
0: <laughs> people will pick some of the weirdest <laughs> places to be a regular because I uh I used to be a bar back at Coyote Ugly like
1: oh well, that's cool
0: a while ago yeah it was it, honestly it wasn't a bad job I mean like all I had to do was just like stock beer and pour myself drinks all night yeah. <laughs> you know like the but Best. uh but there were like there were dudes that would like come and like show up like all the t- all the time, and I was like, you know because it's it's a tourist bar, so it's the kind of thing like mm-hmm. people show up and they're like, okay, I'm gonna have like a you know I'll be here for an hour and leave, and like all the bartenders only have like six dances they do, and they, you know mm-hmm. then they just do them like throughout the night over and over and over and over like yeah. they do one to like limp biscuit and like one to the devil <laughs> went down to georgia I mean it got to the point where like like I like those songs. Like when I quit, there was man. it took me like years for me to like get over. Oh. Like if, if I heard that song, I'd you know I'd freak out. Think I was at work and have like a flashback. <laughs> oh my but yeah, I, I was gotta like, find I
1: was a like, keg to roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like looking at these dudes that are regulars. So I was like, I was like, dude, how many times do you want to see these bartenders dance to Roland by Limp Biscuit while you drink like a twelve dollars shot of Cuervo?
1: Alcoholics <laughs> forget they can experience something 50 times and feel like it's the first time every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man. that's serious. Cause my mom's an alcoholic and she'll tell me the same story like 50 times. She's like, Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> and I'm, sorry. I'm like, yes, you told me 12 times, mom.
0: I have been, <laughs> uh, I've been guilty of being a person who has uh, uh, been hitting, hitting the sauce and then tell someone like something that I think is really cool. And then the mm-hmm. next day when I'm sober, I'm like, hey, man, I got something really cool to tell you. And they're like, God damn yeah. it, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: My mom's so bad, too. It's funny. Like, she'll tell me the same story like six times. And then as she gets drunker, she'll like change like certain details to make it like funnier. I'm like, no, that didn't happen.
0: I'm making it spicier. Yeah,
1: because because that wasn't in the first that wasn't in the story the first six times you told it. So I know that <laughs> if
0: you were like, "Yo, I was I was on my back porch. I was smoking. I saw this spider And then uh, I had to call uh, Jason Momoa out. He was my roommate at the time. And Jason Momoa came out and he was scared.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was scared. And then all of a sudden, our neighbor peeked his head over the top of the wall. and be like, what's going on, guys? He was dressed like a clown. What?
0: What? He was John Wayne Gacy, turned out later. And I was telling the police, I was like, he was so quiet and so normal. I can't believe he was John Wayne Gacy the whole time. And Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer.
1: (laughs) Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Then Billy Bob, my neighbor, was walking his uh, his Pomeranian dressed like a giant banana.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It was the craziest Fourth of July ever, dude.
1: Ever. America. All right, so
0: this lightning round is going lightning fast. <laughs> oh, I, I have one last question about your uh, about you landing the uh, role of uh, comedian spokesperson for uh, fuck. It's a it's oregano.
1: Oreganos. Okay. Uh, Oh yeah, that's right. We've talked about so many restaurants. All
0: right. I know I know the gambolini bellinis are your favorite drink from there, but what what's your favorite menu item from there?
1: (sighs) That is hard because I've been eating there since I was like six and I love everything they have. So
0: it it doesn't have to be a favorite. What's the easiest one that you can pitch to me with some kind of dumb pun or like a rhyme? (laughs) Hmm. I'm sorry, I keep putting you on the spot with all this stuff, and I didn't tell you that I was going to bring any of this
1: stuff. Oh, no, it's okay. It makes it more raw. But I, I'm someone who really likes to be prepared for stuff, so I kind of sometimes suck at, at, like, anything coming up with, like, rhymes and stuff on the spot, which is ironic because I'm half black, so I should be able to rap and rhyme on the spot. But it's just <laughs> a bit harder. I would maybe say...
0: How about, how about this? You you tell me the menu item? And I'll be your ghostwriter, and I'll see if I can get a little rap going for it.
1: All right. We'll say the Dirty Monkey. It's another Uh, drink they have.
0: What kind of – wait, what is that? Is that, like – is that food or is that a drink?
1: (laughs) It's a drink. So if we're talking food, then I'm going to say I like their Wings of Fire. That's my absolute favorite. They're the hottest wings, and they're delicious.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's try this. If you're feeling spunky, come get a dirty monkey. But before you expire, get the wings of fire. Yeah, that
1: was good.
0: <laughs> oreganos. Man, Oreganos, like, don't hire me. But hire Lexi. She, she deserves it.
1: Yeah, you'll just, you'll just need to give me some time to come up with the little puns. But I got you. I'm great at puns. I just need a little time.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's been proven, like, time and time again that, like, you don't really like when comedians like take these jobs to like be a spokesman for some kind of corporation. They're never really funny ever doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would make it really funny. I oh, think I really that I it. could do some really funny commercials for Raganos, like some really funny ones. If they give me some. Time. I'm not gonna
0: like, uh, I don't know the name of this actor, but he was on like Thirty Rock and shit, and he uh, he does like car insurance ads, and he's like like yeah. he like he is chaos or something. And he's like always like he's always messed up. He's always got like a black eye and like scars <laughs> and like band-aids on and shit. And he's like, he's like, I'm I'm what happens to your fucking car all the time. I don't know. It's <laughs> like actually funny. a pretty funny ad campaign.
1: That that sounds pretty freaking funny. I I it sounds cheesy, but I like the progressive commercials. I think Flo is so funny.
0: You know, those aren't bad. <laughs> those they're well, they're hit or miss.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've actually, I have seen a few bad. I don't like the ones with, like, the amusement park. I think they're, like, (laughs) stupid, but I always, like, end up laughing anyways. But they've had some really good ones, though, too.
0: I think some of her supporting cast takes away from her her. grandeur.
1: Yeah, she just needs to be like, just get, get out. Yeah, my gosh. out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like her. She's funny.
0: Um uh, moving on speaking of uh ad campaigns and i this is kind of like this is like an, an opinion question so there really is no okay. wrong answer okay. um, do you think chick-fil-a should change their ad campaign from anthropomorphized cows to just showing pita videos of factory farm cows in a slaughterhouse
1: they should <laughs> i think they should do. yeah because you know When people see stuff like that, it immediately makes even people who love eating cows not want to eat them, at least for that moment in time. So if they did like flash ads where you're like watching like The Simpsons or something and then it cuts to a commercial and it's just cows getting slaughtered, you know, I think that that would really resonate with people in the way that they would want.
0: It'd be such a, an insane alliance of PETA <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. <clears throat> yeah. They're just like PETA's just like, hey man, it's not what we really want, but Chick-fil-A's got the money to get the message out here of what's happening in <laughs> yeah. the farms. But while well, at the same the time point like, across Chick-fil-A's like feeding us these like biotech, like horrible like organisms that live like, you know, three months of misery and that's their entire <laughs> lifespan. And so,
1: like, I know. I actually was looking up cows. Um online like different i didn't know how many that that they had so many kind types of cows there's like hundreds of different cow types but the dairy cow um only lives five years i was like that's nuts less than a dog that's crazy yeah i was like five years those things are fucking expensive but (laughs) if you think about it they're like they live in these little little cages that they can't even turn around in or like lay down in and their whole life is just having their fucking nipples yanked
0: you know uh, <laughs>
1: until they die five years later
0: <laughs> now, that, now that you bring it up i bet that is the case is that <clears throat> their natural lifespan is not five years like that's just it is
1: i googled it oh, I if they, the if they were like things. if they
0: were like on a like out on a pasture they would only live that long
1: Yes. Dairy oh, cows crazy. only live five years. I'm not kidding, man. <laughs> I still,
0: I still blame farmers somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing to the cows? Where are you feeding them? But they're like, I don't know.
0: They feed them other like, cows. Uh, That's where mad cow syndrome came from.
1: Yeah. They're pissed. <laughs> they're like, get me out of this cage and stop yanking my tits. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> oh, here, this is something you brought up earlier. Uh, and it happens to be a lightning round question.
1: Okay.
0: Um, What do homophobes eat on Sundays since Chick-fil-A is closed?
1: Churches.
0: Oh, damn. And it's a pun. (laughs) (laughs) We finally got a pun. I was like, we got to get a pun in here at some point. (laughs) Churches. All right. This is going to be, this is one of my my favorite parts right here. Because we're going back to the Arizona stuff. And it's also like play pretend. So, Let's pretend we work for the board of tourism for Arizona. Uh, what is a word of advice you would like to give tourists that visit the great state of Arizona?
1: A word of advice.
0: Yeah. For like tourists that come to your state, like how to have a great time, how to be safe, what to check out. I don't know any, like anything you, you we work for the board of block. tourism. so It's really up to us. You
1: need sunblock. You need to drink half your body weight and ounces of water. And definitely visit one of the water parks. I would say the Wolf Lodge, which is now the... It's the new indoor swimming pool park.
0: Holy shit. I'm total. I love water parks. That's what I'm doing when the next time I it's come out there. It's
1: indoor too. And it's cool. I
0: thought you were going to say badass. and visit the, visit the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I was going to say should. also, if you're there... This is tragic. But like, if you want to take a selfie, do it where there's a railing. Because people yeah. literally... People in the get scared for you all the time. They just take selfies and just step back into the Grand Canyon, and I don't know how yeah. far down it like is. people but. like
1: step over rails. You'll see it all the time. But I like to do it on purpose because I think it's funny to see people's reactions when they're like, <laughs> "Ma'am,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, act like I was gonna slip on a rock. I'm like, just kidding, fags." <laughs>
0: oh man.
1: Uh, I got you scared. <laughs> then I really slip and die.
0: Oh, <laughs> I bet, I bet you're really fun to bring to like uh national, uh, <laughs> monuments and stuff.
1: I'm actually a pretty fun time going anywhere, like an aquarium or like zoos. Cause I always just like, I don't know. I, I like to like commentate like the animals, like at different like places and like say what they're thinking and i always do funny shit just because i'm a comedian so yeah. i just think fuck, fuck, fuck yeah i love shit. aquariums like, i mean time.
0: zoos are cool but like aquariums are like there's something very peaceful about an aquarium like i'm like i'm like ah yeah. Oh,
1: yeah and i'm, I'm a, a pisces fucking. so i'm a water sign and it just being around water and stuff always relaxes I me mean, i love aquariums we have uh the odyssey here it's really cool and the seals they're really awesome they're really friendly there was this one that was like following my daughter for like twenty minutes. It was so funny. I was like, "That's your friend. This is our friend." And we're like taking like videos with them and stuff. Seals are smart. Funny. they are. And they they're have really—they're like, really they're like water dogs. Cute, cute eyes are so cute.
0: Um. All right. One more question for the lightning round. All
1: right. Uh,
0: do you know how to identify a peyote in the wild?
1: A peyote.
0: Yeah, it's just an Arizona question.
1: Peyote is a drug, isn't it?
0: It's a, a, drug. It's a psychedelic cactus. It's like yeah. mushrooms or LSD. So uh, I don't you know
1: don't. what one looks like because I've only uh, heard of it being smoked out of an Indian pipe. So no, I wouldn't know how to identify it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, not that I needed you to do that for me or anything. I was just
1: curious. <laughs> like, can you point me in the direction of the peyote plant?
0: I have a... I have a cactus story uh, from my very early years in uh, in Arizona, <clears throat> where one uh, uh, my parent, like my dad, like opened up the front door. You know, hell, there's just cactus everywhere. And you yeah. open up the front door, and I was like the kind of kid that would just, if you opened the door, I would just go running, take off
1: running. You know, like no That's matter, on you know, my no depth
0: And I went running like at top speed, and like I this memory is very vague for me, but I've heard it a million times from my dad. So he's like. He said I was running down the driveway and then just took a ninety degree right angle turn and just face first into a cactus. Oh my full god! Whole body and like hit it and like you're
1: like hugged the cactus. Hugged, yeah,
0: basically hugged it because I, I hit it so hard, my arms and legs went around it.
1: Oh my god! And
0: uh, so my dad was a firefighter and he called down to the fire station. He's like, "Hey, my son's got like I don't know, 170 <laughs> like stickers in him," and so he like he had a like put me in his truck, drive to the fire station. They had to, like, hold me down on their kitchen table. And, like, five dudes had to, like, pull cactus oh, spines geez. out of my body for, like, 30 minutes.
1: They didn't, like, numb you up or anything first?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like maybe I blocked this memory. I don't know. I think I was, like, five years old.
1: You're like, but, it hurt so bad that I had, like, <laughs> one of those psychological blocks that I didn't even know what was going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, someday I should, like – uh get a hypnotist to like, get in there and see, like, be like, yeah. what did that do to me? Like <laughs> getting like,
1: yeah. Like, how Like they'll have you lay down on the couch and then they like hypnotize you. And then it gets you to remember like everything that happened.
0: But also, I, I mean, know. like, I feel like I have had like a lifelong, like uh slightly higher tolerance to pain than a lot of my peers. Maybe yeah. that's why man, maybe it was a blessing in disguise.
1: Maybe it's because you want face first in that cactus when you're a little kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, if this is how it starts off, then everything else is a freaking cakewalk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lexi. Um, I do have to ask you this. Uh, oh, by the way, you won the lightning round. You're the winner.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. Thank so, you. I
1: didn't know there was even a winner in this. This, yeah, this is, is that, awesome. That's
0: a, that last part's a game. You actually can lose that. Some uh, people have oh, wow. lost before. Like people have been unable to answer your questions in the lightning round.
1: That is funny. What do you Um, do? You just end it. You just immediately hang up the zoom meeting. (laughs) And then they try to call back when they they lose. Oh
0: yeah. Like, and then I ostracize them (laughs) and I do everything I can to like, just make sure that their careers are destroyed. But you you want to put up posts uh, because you did win. That's (laughs) the part we're going to do now is where we tell everyone how they can find you. What's going on? Like, you got any shows coming up? Like, uh, live or uh virtual or
1: well i do have a show on wednesday january 27th 7 p.m at the tempe improv it's gonna be my 30th birthday show because i'll be 30 happy birthday yay thank you so i'm excited for that and then um you can find me on social media any platform so like facebook instagram youtube um, if you just type in Lexi DeMarie, L-E-X-I-D-E-E-M-A-R-I-E, that's how you find me.
0: Okay. And I encourage everyone to check out Stand Up. It's very, very funny. That's how I found her. That's why I asked her to be on the show. And I'm so <laughs> glad to have you on. It was really, really fun.
1: Thank you. I am. Thank you for having me. And thank you for enjoying my art. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's always nice to talk to somebody who doesn't know me or anybody that i know who's from a different state and they see me online and they like my work i always think that's super awesome you know that's like as an artist any kind of artist would appreciate that i'm sure you feel the same way you know with your band stuff when people find you and they're you like oh that's cool you know i am good at this
0: (laughs) it feels good to have a stranger say they like what you're doing for sure yeah
1: yeah, because then it just kind of reassures you that you're that you're taking the right path and you're doing what you should be doing with your life, which is comforting.
0: Well, I'm absolutely looking forward to uh, seeing anything new that comes out that you post uh, online. And hopefully, uh, you know, things are going to be changing this year as far as travel and stuff like that. And I hope yeah. to see you at an actual live show. And I'll be the dude in the back, like smoking a cigar,
1: going, (laughing) (laughs) or like the loud, obnoxious laughs. No, I'll definitely have to come out there sometime and and do a show. It's, it's been tough with the pandemic. I haven't really got to travel much. I've been more so doing all local shows when I can and when they're open. Um, And then obviously podcast shows. You should come Which, out here and, uh, by the way, I am Annie's. starting my own podcast. Just oh, yeah, that was another thing background. we needed to talk about.
0: Uh, yeah, with Lexi coming April, right?
1: Yes, yes. Cool. Hopefully, um, all my cartoon work is going to be ready by then.
0: And also, make sure and just keep me posted because I will uh, be promoting that. Like, as far as like just, cool. Uh, like, I'm, I'll probably mention it maybe in an episode. I'll put it in my stories. Thank I'll do all you. that kind of stuff. So, thank you. So, friends yeah, like, helping I'm, friends. I'm a I'm a big fan. So. I I want to see you blow up, and I want us to be the new Sonic people. I want them to, I want them to hear this, call us, and be yes. like, "Hey, man, that awful attempt you guys did at trying to do the Sonic commercials was better than the shit we do."
1: <laughs> yeah, let's trim the fat out with the old and with the new. You need to hire us. What do you say?
0: <laughs> at, at some point further down the line, we should actually take like a moment to like maybe spend like a minute thinking about it beforehand and then write a funnier one and then send them that.
1: Yeah. Before we need to have a good pitch. Like we can't be like a, like Adam Sandler on Mr. Deeds with Hallmark and the greeting cards where he tries to get them to hire him every month. He sends one. Have you seen that movie?
0: (laughs) I love that movie.
1: Me too. It's one of my, I love Adam Sandler. He's one of my favorite actors, but I, I thought that was so funny how he's like sends the greeting cards every month. He picks one and they don't pick them for years and years. And then they pick that one of uh, that he wrote for Pam Dawson.
0: As a matter of fact, I think I, I have part of our pitch already written. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to come at him hardball style. I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to say, look, Lexi is already a biracial millennial mother McDonald's. Banging our door down, trying to get her to go over there and eat French fries and laugh. We're talking about coming over here and doing something for you that for the art, for the love of it. It's It's a labor of love that we're trying to do for you, Sonic. So yes. um,
1: So you should want us. And I need him to come with me because he's got a beard and he's my protection safety (laughs) goat, slash uh creative energy pun dude.
0: Yo, we a package deal, Sonic. (laughs) We're a
1: package deal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lexi, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you for enjoying my work. And you have a great rest of your day.
0: Thank you for listening to My Views Are My Own. You can contact me at myviewsaremyown.com or on Instagram at myviewsaremyown underscore podcast or on Twitter at myviews underscore podcast. And we're going to go ahead and play us out with... One of my new favorite bands, Lexitron. In no relation to the person that was on the podcast of the name Lexi, this is a totally different person. And the song is called Tell the Vein. It rocks. If you want to check them out, that's L-E-X-Y-T-R-O-N. Thanks for listening.